All right, let me talk to you a little bit about American financing. Uh, if you have not taken the time to just make one simple phone call for 10 minutes, you are really missing out. You really need to do the right thing right now and uh, and get your high interest credit card debt rolled into your mortgage without resetting your mortgage. If you have an interest rate that you're paying over 4% right now for your house, Stu just did something with American Financing. You got it down to what? Just over 2? Just over, uh, yeah. All right, so a little under 3. Yeah, under, between That's 2 and 3%. Crazy. Yeah, really, really low. American Financing, 800-906-2440. It's going to get harder and harder to get loans. Do it now. Please reset your loan. It's 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. AmericanFinancing.net. Freedom next. What you are about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This program hello america and welcome to election day yes it's happening all over again and as important as the presidential election perhaps even more important we'll talk about that we want to hear from you if you're in georgia it is there's a chance that nobody's listening to Lynn Wood, right? I mean, everybody knows he's a Democrat, right? Everybody knows that that's a really stupid idea to stay home. Because we're going to show the left by giving them the House, the Senate, and the White House. That'll teach them. Uh, we want to talk to you if you are voting in Georgia. Do you know anybody? Are you voting or not voting 888-727-BECK we'll give you the latest in georgia also the wooey 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 cute story about freedom from kamala harris she's so cute when she was widow we'll tell you that story in 60 seconds the glenn beck program all right, time to ring in the new year with the best possible way. Great night's sleep, the best maybe you've ever had. The best way to do it is to have some MyPillow products uh, on the bed. The the pillow themselves, I swear to you, I would have never. I, if it was in a store, I wouldn't have bought it. I really wouldn't have. Because it just feels so different, and I would think to myself, it completely goes flat. But then when you fluff it, you put two uh, your two fists on each side and you fluff it, I don't know how it works. I really don't. It is some sort of system inside the pillow that that fluffs it up and keeps it that way and keeps it cool. They never go flat. I don't know how they do it, but I also don't really care. I get a great night's sleep. I get uh, the Giza Dream Sheets. I am sleeping in absolute comfort. You can, too. Just go to MyPillow.com. Click on the new radio listener specials. Uh, you'll find not only the amazing offer uh, of twenty nine ninety eight for a MyPillow. Those are originally almost 70 bucks, $40 savings. 
that's king or uh, or or queen size. The king are like five dollars more. This is the lowest price they've ever put on these things. Just check all of the specials out. Just enter the promo code Beck when you click on new radio listener specials at mypillow.com. That's mypillow.com. Click on the new radio listener specials and enter the promo code Beck, and you'll find all these great uh, radio specials. Eight hundred nine six six thirty one seventeen. Mypillow.com. The Glenn Beck Program. Okay, we're going to get to your phone calls and the latest in Georgia. Today is a very important day for the Republic. Could be our last day. Freedom! Freedom! Uh, but I also, I, I want to tell you this amazing story that uh, Kamala Harris has told many times, and it is... It is so good. It is just, it's worth repeating. Uh, she was uh, doing an interview with Elle magazine and uh, she just, she was, she said she was in Oakland, California and she was very, very small and she was attending a civil rights March and she was sitting in her stroller and she remembers it. And at one point her parents uh, were all caught up in the protest and she fell out of the stroller. And then all of the parents and nobody even noticed that she was gone. And uh, strangely, this is the part where I say, and no one questioned the parents or, you know, sent to the Department of uh, Children and Families uh, to their door. You, your baby fell out of a stroller and you just walked on. Anyway, it's an annoying baby. Yeah. Uh, so, uh she, she said in the magazine article, by the time they noticed that little Kamala was gone and doubled back, she was understandably upset. <sighs> Kamala says, my mother tells a story about how I was fussing. And she's like, baby, what do you want? What do you need? Which is exactly what a parent would say to a baby that was all upset. You know, it wouldn't be like, hey, I'm here. I'm sorry. We got you. You're safe. No, no, no. It's like, what do you need? What do you want? And uh, little Kamala looked at her and said, freedom. And it is so, so sweet. It's just, just wonderful. And so it just rings true, doesn't it? Oh, I mean, I, you don't have to convince me this story is true. I believe it immediately. It just sounds so, so true. Now, there, there is another story like this that has been found. Mm -hmm. um, Martin Luther King told this story about um, how during a, you know, during a protest, a young black girl was accosted by a white policeman. And uh, Martin Luther King said the girl looked at the policeman in the eye and uh, and told him she wanted freedom. So it's a completely so, different story. One was freedom and this one is freedom. Yeah, but it's clear it was stolen. It's clear Martin Luther King stole it from Kamala Harris. Right. That's what right? I was thinking. Mm -hmm. That's what I was thinking. Unbelievable. Yeah. How that bastard. <laughs> that's why we should erase him. How that bastard would steal from Kamala, which was such a sweet story. And, you know, it happens mm. a lot of times. It happens. I, I remember I was very, very small uh, and uh, I was up on the grassy knoll. And it was in a stroller mm -hmm. 
And my parents were so excited to see uh, Jack Kennedy and, oh, yeah. uh, and, mm-hmm. uh, and his lovely wife. They didn't even notice that the stroller had rolled down the grassy knoll. Oh, my gosh. And hit the back of this big black convertible. And I was thrown onto the back of this car. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. And I just remember this pretty nice lady, and she was so pretty. She was dressed in pink, and she crawled out on the back of that car to grab me. And she pulled me in uh, into the car, and and she was holding me. And I said, you have blood all over your dress. <laughs> And she said, Dad, it's, it's, no, it's not blood. It's blood. Aww. And it was such a cute thing. <laughs> and she a... said, what do, you, what do you want? What do you need? And I said, freedom. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. What a sweet story. Yeah. It was, it, was, mm. it was really nice. Kind of like when I remember when FDR uh, was given the speech, you know, about going to war. Yeah. And, yeah, sure. um, yeah, and uh, my parents were up in the balcony, you know, watching it and they didn't, they were just so excited to see FDR. They didn't notice that I had crawled over the balcony and fallen Oh my down, gosh. Really? yeah, right onto the floor of the house, and it's a, uh, it's a lot of terrible parents in these stories. <sighs> yeah, well, mm. let's not question the parents. And so I was because I was a healthy baby. I uh, I fell down, and then I just rolled right to the feet of FDR, like a and hedgehog, kind of like yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was I was there at the feet of him. And he said, you know, a date which will live. And and I pulled on his pant leg. I said, mister, mister. And he looks down at me. I'll never forget. He looks down at me and he's like, oh, my gosh, this cute little baby uh, is right at my feet. And he bent down and he picked me up and he said, uh, what do you want? I said, a band-aid. Because uh, I was bleeding a little bit from the fall. Sure, because and, your parents let you fall off a balcony. Yeah, and mm-hmm. he said, you want what? And I said, freedom. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, that was so cute. And that's why we went to war, World War II. Because he was going to say, a date which will live uh, in the minds of people is a peaceful day. And instead, a day of infamy, because I said freedom. And he realized that's yeah. Japan is against freedom. Yeah, that, much better speech the way yeah. uh, the way he wound up doing it. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, and I played a role in that. Thank God I, you were there. Yeah, because yeah. That, that really would have been a terrible yeah. moment in U.S. History. I remember when I was I was on the moon. Uh, my parents mm-hmm. uh, were doing something shopping or something. And uh, my stroller started rolling out of the street. And all of a sudden. <laughs> I found myself on the moon. Oh, because that because you had those you had those balloons they had bought you attached to the to the stroller. Yeah, sure. And it just yeah, kind of lifted up like were you oh. there. No, I just okay. I've heard this. You know, I've and, heard so uh, many people go through this. And so uh, I'm there on the moon, and uh, and uh, w- one of these these guys, I think they're coming to rescue me, but they just happen to be going to the moon at the same time. And one of them comes down, and he's like, you know, one small step, and I'm like. Freedom, and he he, <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't he looked at me and he's like, "What's a baby doing on the moon mm-hmm. without and a spacesuit? Without a spacesuit?" Yeah. And I I just tugged on his spacesuit, and uh, I actually put a hole in it, which freaked him out a little bit. But mm. I was a baby; I didn't know what I was doing. Right. And uh, he says, "What are you doing here on the moon?" I said, "I want freedom and oxygen." And he was like, "Oh, you want oxygen?" That's adorable. That's, yeah. It was so cute. Oh, yeah, yeah. When, when little babies say oxygen, yeah, it's just there's nothing <laughs> yeah. more adorable than yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. You so, have you considered running for vice president? 
because I, I haven't. I haven't. Okay. Um, you know, I don't like to brag and tell these cute, cute stories about me. You know, no, I because I know because Kamala I was, Harris occasionally will do that. She'll, I was, she'll I tell was, those stories. I was, it was really cold one Christmas Eve, and my parents weren't paying attention, and I floated away on an iceberg, and I was, I was in the river, the the Delaware River. Yeah, and uh, all of a sudden, this boat comes up, and uh, all these guys are in it, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and I'm trying to get back to Philadelphia, and and he's going the other way. And I said, freedom, because I was so cold. cold. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, freedom. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, this guy, you know, in the boat just picks me up, and he's like, you are so cute. You're a little chewy. You're chewy. <laughs> and I said, I am. And uh, mm-hmm. it was George Washington. And they were the crossing the Delaware. Oh, my goodness. And they were going up. I don't know what they were going to do, but I said, mm-hmm. and they went and they they beat the Hessians. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow, that was you. That was me. Wow. That was That me. was the rallying cry that day. Freedom. That's interesting because, you know, Kamala had that story about freedom. <laughs> and it was very powerful. Yeah, very. And she she often tells powerful stories about her childhood, like when she said that Joe Biden was a racist in the debate. That was also another war- right. heartwarming right. She was story. Like, You're racist. <laughs> I want freedom from Joe Biden. <laughs> right is what she right initially was and talking when about. She said that Joe Biden was a rapist. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> a hair sniffing wapist. <laughs> right. Yeah. I remember that. That story was good, too. <laughs> oh, it was so cute. Oh, so how cute. does this happen? I mean, I, this oh. is just so pathetic. We have to have these like weird. I mean, it does. Uh, all appearances are at least that she's basically lifted the story from Martin Luther King or at least, at least part of it. Uh, and, what, just the good parts? Yeah, right. Just the, just the cute parts? Yeah, she, Martin Luther King didn't have the story of the, the parents abandoning their kid <laughs> yeah. during a rally. Right. It's a great... My parents are so drunk. <laughs> and they, they're like, oh, you had the baby? I don't have the baby. I thought you had the baby. <laughs> and so they were like, baby, because yeah. they couldn't remember my name. And then I was crying, and my parents were like, what do you want, kid? What do you want? And I said, Fuera. <laughs> this is going to turn out being like a St. Patrick's Day parade. Is there going to be one? It's, it's not a it's not a riot, a rally no, for some it's, heartwarming cause. <laughs> it just parents no. are hammered. Yeah. I mean, what? <laughs> how do you lose this baby in the stroller? You're still pushing the stroller, but the baby falls out. Yeah, this, the, the article tries to make it uh, out to be. They didn't have a lot of safety uh, requirements on children's uh, strollers. Yeah, at the because time. parents were a little more responsible <laughs> right like okay. leave it to the leave it to the media be like the problem was the government they didn't require any uh, any, <laughs> any straps for the kid i don't know maybe the parents should be looking at the kid <laughs> checking in occasionally mommy daddy i fell out <laughs> it's not the way you're supposed to do it it's not like a once a month check-in when you have a baby you're supposed Especially to be a more crowd involved. You're in a crowd of people. Oh, when you, I mean, you remember this, Glenn, when you have a baby and you're like, you're in a crowded environment. You're freaked out. You're obsessive. Yeah. Right. You're looking, you're like looking, making eye contact with this child constantly to make sure you don't screw it up. Because in your mind, 
the, the, when the baby's first born, it's just going to stop breathing in the middle of the night, and you're terrified of that. Later on, you're afraid you're going to leave it on like the top of the car, <laughs> right. the car seat. Like you're constantly obsessed about. Like it's just a bizarre idea that just maybe they just kind of let her, you know, roll down the street in the middle of a a, 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 a political rally. And what a great microcosm for the way our country is operating right now. Like this is the way the left is right yeah you know what what's more important your baby or your politics i guess they made a choice there (laughs) well we're going to uh we're going to go to georgia and talk about the loss possible of freedom freedom i remember when i was willy widow and i was i was in the i was in this drawer and I was in the, I was in Dallas, and my mommy and daddy didn't pay attention, and I, my stroller rolled down all the way to the Peach State, and I found myself in a voting booth, <laughs> and I didn't know what to do because uh, I couldn't reach the voting booth buttons, and I said, "Wait up!" That happened last night. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So we'll go, we'll go to Georgia. And freedom in just a second. First, let me tell you about Temp and Toss. Temp and Toss is a disposable adhesive forehead thermometer. Taking people's temperatures has always been important for healthcare purposes. Nobody knows this more than moms who have stayed home with sick kids. And it's always so bad when the baby is sleeping and I'm just sweeping now and just thinking about Martin Luther King. And you you have to wake the baby up to take the temperature. It's horrible. There is a, a solution to this now. It's called Temp and Toss, and it's just this little paper strip that you put on the forehead, and it will give you a consistent temperature all day long. Now, this has been out for a while uh, at drugstores and wherever you buy you know, thermometers, and then COVID hit. Now, companies like Ford, 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 Ford. Uh, are taking and buying them by the tens of thousands and everybody who's going into forward to make a car. Uh, they have the uh, they have the strip on the forehead. So everybody knows you're fine and it's easy to take the temperature with Temp and Toss. You can find them, uh, you know, at major retailers, Temp and Toss, or you can go to tempandtoss.com slash back to work if you want to buy them by by the roll. Uh, you can do that as well. Really an efficient way to keep everybody safe and know their, their temperature. It's tempandtoss.com slash back to work. Tempandtoss.com slash back to work. 10 seconds, station ID. All right, let's go to Georgia. Uh, is there anything to report on the polls? We have the guy from Trafalgar on in about 45 minutes, and he is the guy who, uh, who, you know, called the presidential election. Uh, well, (laughs) pretty close, (laughs) pretty close. Uh, but, uh, he's on and he, he, I, I've heard he doesn't have good news. He says that, uh, and he's from Georgia. Hmm. He says he thinks the Democrats are going to take it. Really? Would be very bad. uh, Yeah, that would be really bad. You know, I think it's become such a national election. It's not 
the normal state of affairs in Georgia when elections go to runoffs is that Republicans win them. That, that's <laughs> that's how this goes, uh, because that's the way it's supposed to go in Georgia. Uh, it is, you know, this is a national election now. I mean, mm-hmm. they've spent hundreds of millions of dollars on this race and it's been one of those things that's become the big story and and uh, people are voting you know some people are voting on whether they like Donald Trump or not some people are voting on whether they want the democrats to have complete control again can you imagine this going on right now with the types of you know socialist elements that have uh, more overtly been revealed in the democratic party now that they're going to have complete control over the government i mean that, that's a scary yeah, just, I, just I, that I don't enough. think it is an uh, an overstatement to say America as we know it uh, is the last day of that could be today. Because if they sweep and take both uh, Senate seats, there's no way to stop them. And they will do all the things they've they've talked about. They will will have a 51st, 52nd and 53rd state. They will change uh, our health care. We will have single payer health care, you know, a socialized medicine. We are going to have the new Green Deal. We will certainly a tax the- increase. Oh, They'll so, be able to do that with 50 so, votes without even trying. Yeah. And it, you never get it back. I don't think you ever get it back. This is this is the day of fundamental transformation uh, that we have worried about. Uh, they'll have every lever to be able to do it. And, and they've already told us they will. And what's the problem with this becoming a sort of national election is you have all this money flowing into these races uh, and people are basically looking at this as do you want Democrats to have control of the Senate or not? So obviously Democrats do and Republicans don't. Uh, but they the Democrats usually in these runoff elections are not as energized. I mean, they ha- you know, the Democrats depend on fringe voters. There's no surprise here. They, they, they depend on people sometimes maybe not breathing other times uh you know they are voters who are on the fringes of reliable they show up for big presidential elections they don't show up for these little runoffs well that's not the case here all of our lines are stuffed with people from georgia who have all either on their way voting or have already voted so we're going to talk to them coming up in uh, just a second and also pat gray joins us from pat gray unleashed as the program continues to discuss our freedom. <laughs> Let's say, hypothetically, over the holidays, you finally got caught trying to rig the bathroom scale so it always reads 50 pounds lighter. Hey, do that with my watch. You know, I set it five five minutes fast, so I'm never late. I, I do that with a scale. Set it 50 pounds <clears throat> lighter. Anyway, maybe you made the uh, the adult decision uh, not because your wife said, hey, fatso, knock it off. <laughs> you decided you're going to lose some weight. Well, a great way to do that is to have something that you can eat that is protein, that is really good for you. Low in calories, low in carbs, uh, high fiber, high protein, low sugar. Normally, this sounds horrible to me, but my wife actually introduced me last year to Built Bar. She'd been trying to get me to eat Built Bars for a couple of years and I'm like, it's a protein bar. Yuck. No, no. This is like a candy bar. It's unbelievable. Try them. You'll get 20% off your next order if you use the promo code back at BuiltBar.com. BuiltBar.com. Made with real chocolate. It is really good. BuiltBar.com. Promo code back. 
Tonight on blazetv.com slash Glenn, we have live coverage of the Georgia election results. Don't miss it. Use the promo code Glenn and save 10 bucks. Welcome to the, uh, welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Uh, Pat Gray is joining us. I would like to hear predictions from both Pat and Stu on what is going to happen in uh, Georgia. Mm. Uh, I have to believe that Republicans win one seat. At least one. At least one. But they win one seat. That's my prediction. We win one of the two. Okay. All right. I'm hoping the Warlock seat will go to the Republican. Leffler. Leffler Mm -hmm. wins again. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I, I kind of think Purdue has a better chance of winning for some reason. Yeah. Uh, both of the polls. Because everybody shows. loves his chicken. That's why. That's exactly why. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, yeah. Everyone yeah. loves the chicken. That's exactly why. <laughs> Thank you, Pat. I was I couldn't put my finger on it, so but that's you it. Think that's it right? You think yeah. out of the two, Warlock may be the winner. <laughs> We're just War- calling him Warlock, Warlock now? No, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> Don't I, you think that's appropriate? <laughs> probably. You know, I mean, Purdue was a dark le- magic coming that <laughs> yeah. way. Uh-huh. Yeah. Purdue is an elected incumbent with very high name recognition because people mm-hmm. love the chicken. Right. Uh, so, right. Uh, and he's going up against a uh, a candidate, Ossoff, who does not inspire uh, black voters particularly well. Uh, they're, they're, <laughs> they don't love him. Uh, and uh, they, they do kind of love, um, they do like Purdue a little bit. Uh, there's a lot, you know, I was talking so to you. So do you think Pur- Purdue wins? Or are I mean, you predicting? I, here's what I would actually predict. Like, yeah. I would tell you to not not bet on this one. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I honestly don't know. To me, it's a total toss up. <laughs> yeah. If I if, gun to my head, have to get it right. I mean, I probably think Purdue wins. Leffler is it was not elected. Remember, she was appointed. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So usually they run behind uh-huh. elected incumbents. She's not. A, I would. I mean, I like Leffler. Um, I don't think that she's a. You know, a lot of people bash her and everything, but like, I think you know, I, I like her. But she doesn't. She's not like a uh, a transformative. Uh, politician right like she's not one of these people who you know she's not inspiring she's, are you saying she's no abraham lincoln she's no abe lincoln okay. uh, so <laughs> yeah they're not going to tear so down her statue anytime here's soon. uh you know here's the thing uh sometimes you don't want transformative uh politicians you know what i mean like an in, but an inspirational figure right yeah. she's kind of seen she's not she does not seen that way she's not like an inspirational speaker she's not one of those people that's going to get you fired up uh, I, I don't think of her as a, yeah. a highly talented politician now i don't care about that i want her to do a good job in the senate and she will do a much better job than warnock will but warnock has a different profile some war warlock he has a uh, a different profile uh and i think she's probably more vulnerable than purdue though i the polls don't particularly okay. show that all right if they let's just let's just uh, say we win one mm-hmm. one seat mm-hmm. uh what happens to america six months from now what are we what are we like if What's the Republicans happening? win one seat, mm-hmm. then they can block most things, uh-huh. right? They now they remember the, when you're talking about a 51 seat, you're talking about Mitt Romney, oh, I know. Susan Collins, mm-hmm. Lisa Murkowski. You lose any of them, and it's over, right? They can pass these things, mm-hmm. uh, especially when it comes to um, things like tax increases. So, you know, and you will, and you will. Now, if they get 50, the main thing that people need to worry about, I think, there is changing the rules of the senate because once they do that which they might do uh, uh, they say the rules, they will the rules of yeah. the house are 
crazy, yeah. crazy change. They're getting worse and worse. Oh, mm. unlike anything we've ever seen before. Well, they could get rid of the filibuster in the Senate. Yes. And they've been threatening that. Now, there's people that think that that won't go through if it's only 50 seats. But I, I certainly do. do. you trust Joe Manchin in a big spot to step up for no. freedom? No. I don't. No. no. Uh, so that could easily happen. Then you're talking about everything being on the table. Uh, everything from, obviously, tax increases, which are no-brainers, but even to the things, the, the outlier-type things that were possible maybe in the worst-case scenario before with, you know, 53 states and, and 12 Supreme Court justices and all these different ideas. All that stuff Green gets on New the table deal. if they get the filibuster through. Yeah, uh, all of it, all of it. Yeah, I think, you know, it'll be like uh, Paul Lind, the center square to block, and hopefully they'll block everything that, that the Democrats are trying to do with their agenda. Uh, he'll, he'll it's still, the only chance we have. But if they yeah, win, the let's just say chance. now they win both. Who, Democrats? Yeah. What happens? Uh, what, what is, where are we in six months? South hell. We're in South hell. <laughs> I think to me, that's catastrophic for America. Yeah. If you look at oh, absolutely yeah. catastrophic. Oh, yeah. And I don't think because if they do the things they said they were going to do, if they do, uh, you know, gun control, which they will, which they will mm -hmm. gun control, uh, the Green New Deal, which they mm -hmm. will, mm -hmm. the Great Reset, uh, 53 states. I mean, mm -hmm. people are not, the court. they are not going to stand for it. There'll be things designed to to make it so they will not lose power again. Yes. Right. Like they will pass yeah. things designed to yes. make sure that that the Republicans can't turn this around in a couple of years. If they could do something as radical as split California into five states, I mean, then we're just done. Yeah. And they are just I, done. See, this is where I think like if you think of that being a 10 worst case scenario mm -hmm. going into the election, that was very much on the table. Republicans mm -hmm. performed well enough across the board to keep things so close. I mean, the smallest House majority really we've seen in modern history uh, and a at very the very best a 50 50 senate for democrats i think that the 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 10 worst case scenario maybe the worst case scenario now is a eight or a nine but a lot of that stuff they can still do if republicans are able to win one of these seats or two of these seats ideally then i think you lower it to like a four right there's i mean d make no mistake joe mm -hmm. biden is still going to do a lot of really terrible things you know, with executive, executive order. orders, and mm -hmm. he's going to join the Paris Treaty, and he's going to restart the Iran deal, and all uh, tons of terrible things he can do on his own. But the worst case scenario stuff, if the Republicans can just block a lot of it, uh, that will be a major improvement, and maybe just gives us another, you know, another gasp of breath. Right? That's all we're looking for at this let point. Me, let me go to Vladimir in Georgia. I've got all these people calling in from Georgia. Did you go out and vote, Vladimir? Yes. Okay. Hey, Glenn. Yes, I did. All right. Tell me what's. Tell me what the feeling is on the ground. Yeah, there was barely anybody there. There was no line. Hmm. It wasn't like November third. Really. Yeah, there were. I took my parents with me. So my dad is a. He became a citizen this year, so he voted November third the first time. Wow! But he required to show proof of citizenship, which he did. Hmm. But today he had to show that citizenship again. And I asked him how come because no, he already voted. It should be in the system. Hmm. And they said, "Oh, we don't know." So the when we took the paper, we voted. Last time we put it facing down. This time they told us to put it facing up. 
I wonder why. Um, all right, Vladimir, thank you very much for your call. Let me go to Gary in Georgia. Gary, have you voted yet? Yes. Hey, good morning, Glenn Pats, too. Uh, yeah, I voted this morning. Um, got there probably a little after 7 or so. I live in Woodstock, Georgia, which is uh, probably 30 miles northwest of Atlanta. Um, probably waited in line for, I guess, 45 minutes. I brought my son. He just turned 18 with me. Um, he turned 18 in August, so he voted uh, in November, and then we voted again today. Um you know, not really too much of a feel uh, there in line. Everybody just kind of quiet, trying to do their thing and and get through and vote. Um, you know, I did ask. <laughs> it was just a, a question, hey, am I going to get a copy of this ballot, you know, whenever we get done voting? And obviously the answer was no. Mm. Um, and then uh, I even asked, I said, well, can I take a picture, you know, because we're using the Dominion machines mm-hmm. and they vote the ballots out and all that good stuff. And they're like, well, no, you know, that's that's an issue of secrecy. And I, <laughs> I said to him, I said, well, aren't we a little bit past that right now? I mean, we're a little bit past that. Right. So, you know, the answer was no. And, you know, I went through the motions and everything. They, they printed out the ballot and it just it got under my skin just even seeing the name Dominion on that screen at all. So, um, Gary, let, let, out, let me yeah, ask you a question. Ahead. Do you know anyone who is a Republican who's listening to people like Lynn Wood? Do you know anybody <laughs> who's not voting? Uh, no, okay. uh, not within Good. my circle of friends uh, or family. No, uh, we are all uh, stern believers in getting out there and voting and uh, making sure that we we make those proper votes. Uh, this is a, a crucial vote for our state, for our country. And, um, you know, man, I'm, I'm just I, mm. I pray to God that everything turns out the way that, that, that we would like for it to turn out. I mm. really do. Uh, his will be done. Um, uh, thank you so much, Gary. Uh, Rhonda. Did you vote yet? Yes, I did. First thing this morning, I was there at 630 with my husband, and it was wrapped around the building waiting Hmm. to get in. Now, there's. uh, Uh, did you have glitches in your part of the state? Because I know at least part of the state is having a glitch, and they have to use paper ballots. No, we um, we did it on the screen. I live in Sonora, Georgia, south of Atlanta. Um, pretty conservative city. I got a feel that most people in the line were uh, voting on the Republican side, and yes, I did snap a picture of mine. Mm. So, did you? I did, didn't ask. Can I? Can I ask you this? Uh, <laughs> um, uh, let me ask you this: Do you know anyone in your circle of friends who is a conservative who is not voting today? I do not, and I do follow Lynn Wood on Twitter uh, recently. Um, but it did not deter me from going to vote today. Okay, good. All right, thank you so much. Um, Mike in Georgia, go ahead. Uh, Good morning, Glenn, and uh, pleasure to talk to you. Um, I voted. There was uh, about five or six people there. One person uh, that was um, out there for Osloft, uh, politicking. He, I felt he was a little too close to the building, but you know, I'm not a cop. I can't tell them to back off any, you know, but, um, you know, everyone I talked to that was, uh, in line, um, we all agreed that, uh, we got to keep our freedom. We got to keep our guns and we got to be able to do the right yeah. thing. So yeah. we voted Republican. Yeah. I know that. I know that because we all were talking. Uh, Mike, thank you for your call. I want to take one more. Can I take line six, Sally in uh, Georgia? Sally, 
Welcome. Hi there. Hi. Thank you so much. It's an honor to talk to you. Thank you. I um, did cast my vote this morning. I live in Cobb County, and uh, I was I was there early this morning, and my vote was vote number ninety two. Uh. And I, I wanted to add, I heard you talking about Lynn Wood, and I will say I am a Lynn Wood follower. I was huh. at the Stop the Steal rally where he, you know, told, you know, he was making his comments. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I interpreted it to be um, more of a calling our legislators bluff and, and forcing Leffler and Purdue to take action and defend Donald Trump. And I'm actually on my way to pick up my sister, and she and I are going to D.C. for the Stop the Steal rally. Mm. Well, again, and the, and the most important point here is if you're a big supporter of Donald Trump, then listen to what he's saying, which is go out and vote for yeah. Donald, Donald for, Trump for Leffler and Purdue. Yeah, yeah he's, he's outwardly said, and Donald Trump, you junior, the entire family, they are not yeah. playing this game with, no. oh, well, teach him a lesson and don't show up. Yeah. Donald Trump has said over and over again, get out there and vote. Yeah. Uh, all right. Thank you so much, Sally. God bless and stay safe in uh, Washington. <laughs> What's happening in Washington uh, with this rally? You know, the, they called out the National Guard. Did you know? Did no. You know? Yeah, they called out the oh. National Guard. Yeah. There's not going to be any shenanigans from these Republicans. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, my God. Well, that's good because the mostly violent right <laughs> will be in town. Yeah. Yeah. So it's we crazy. know how dangerous they are. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you about Jeffrey. He's from Texas. He's the... Uh, He's this—he's the typical Texan, really. He's 71 years old, still owns his uh, own auto detailing business, rides a motorcycle, you know, like you do at 71. Um, it wasn't always this way. And Jeffrey went through a period where he found it hard for him to do anything. He had severe knee and lower back pain. Everybody starts to get aches and pains as, as we age. Um, but if you live the life that uh, Jeffrey did, I mean, you're living life. Uh, sometimes that can get really bad and people who are very, very active their whole life, like Jeffrey, they, I mean, you can go through really bad depression. You got to get out of pain. The one thing that Jeffrey found that worked for him and continues to work for him every day is the same thing that gave me my life back and continues to work for me. It's relief factor. It's not a drug developed by doctors. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. You can order the three-week quick start for only $19.95. You don't have anything to lose except your pain. Try it, please. Relief Factor. ReliefFactor.com. 800-583-84. ReliefFactor.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. If the Democrats win the Senate, that puts Bernie Sanders as the head uh, chair of the Budget Committee. (laughs) That's going to be good. That's going to be good. Um, I'd like to talk to you today and not just from Georgia. We have a lot of people on the phone from Georgia. I'd like to hear from anybody on uh, what does this mean to you? What does this mean? Where are we in six months if they win both? I just got a note from uh, a GOP person in Georgia. They said, uh, Going to need a big turnout today. Early voting for Dems were bigger than the general. Not sure if that means they burn through all their vote or if that's a bad sign of things to come. Uh, so if you are in Georgia, please, today is the day. Go vote. Go vote. Um, 
hugely important. Hugely. Uh, I cannot overstate that today. Because again, you... So where are we in six months? Mm. Where are we in six months? You didn't like Pat's answer of South Hell? No, I, thought, I didn't. I thought that worked pretty well. Yeah. If I, Look, I think we are... Uh, if the Republicans can win one of these seats, you can limit the downside. If if not, there's no limit of the downside other than what Democrats' internal feelings are to keep this thing fair. And think about if that's what's between you and socialism and AOC and all those things is what you Democrats think, think is fair. You would think Pelosi would have moderated her approach. She shut down the GOP. They don't they will not have a voice mm. with the new with the new House rules. You don't think they're going to do that in the Senate more in a second. <laughs> 